This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance industry provides individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Monday afternoon, I'm Spencer Chase. There's a new development in the debate over the future of cell-cultured meat products. The Food and Drug Administration and the Department of Agriculture have announced a joint meeting in October over the use of animal cell culture technology. The agencies say the meeting will focus on potential hazards, product labeling, and oversight considerations of the products. The issue of jurisdiction over the products has been a contentious one. Many in the animal ag industry want to see USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service oversee the products, but the FDA has previously held meetings of its own to explain why it is the proper regulatory agency. In August, the North American Meat Institute and Memphis Meats suggested a joint regulatory approach that would allow FDA to oversee pre-market product safety and other issues would be left to FSIS. In a statement, Danielle Beck with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association said it is encouraging to finally see USDA involvement on the issue. She goes on to say USDA's stringent inspection processes and robust labeling protections make the agency the best choice for labeling oversight of these new products. NCBA plans to participate in the meeting and advocate for USDA's primary oversight role. The meeting will be a two-day affair October 23rd and 24th at USDA's Washington headquarters. Speaking of USDA facilities, if you think you have the best location for USDA's Economic Research Service and National Institute of Food and Agriculture, you have another month to prove why. The deadline for submissions on new ERS and NEFA locations has been extended to October 15th. The plan to move the two agencies out of Washington has received mixed reviews at best. Speaking on C-SPAN's Newsmakers program over the weekend, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue said he stands by his previously stated rationale for the decision. We do believe, and I stand by our decision to understand that the NIFA and the ERS service uh, can be better serve Americans, American producers, and Congress uh, in, a, in a location that's outside of the national capital region. We do believe we'll be able to recruit uh, uh, better scientists or scientists that would be maybe finishing their PhDs that cannot afford to live in Washington, D.C., or don't want to bring their families to this national capital region. We think that we can get a good workforce, frankly, with saving money and closer to the producers, closer to our agricultural area, and I think without any damage. Purdue says USDA plans to keep some officials from both agencies in Washington to interact with Congress as well as department leadership. Purdue says he wants the move to be done in a way that is good for current employees. While I'm very sensitive to the personal disruption that will occur in some lives, we've looked at the attrition and the potential for uh, retirements or early retirements there, and we're going to do this as humanely as possible, understanding that it is a disruption to people. Last week, a group of House Democrats sent a letter to USDA asking for additional rationale for the move. All told, the combined office space sought totals about 160,000 square feet to house around 660 employees. USDA hopes to have the process completed by the end of 2019. The Environmental Protection Agency will hold a public hearing on the Affordable Clean Energy proposal in Chicago on October 1st. The rule is intended to replace the Obama administration's clean power plan, which regulated emissions from coal-fired power plants. The Trump administration has replaced it with a proposal that allows states to form plans of their own that meet minimum emission standards. The ACE rule has been welcomed by energy interests, but opponents say it would be too lenient in the way it allows states to draft their own plans. The rule is currently open for public comment. 
The Department of Agriculture on Monday announced $10.7 million in spending across 85 projects to combat opioid addiction. The loans and grants are being dispersed to 22 states and are intended to support opioid treatment, recovery, and prevention. Anne Hazlett is USDA's assistant to the Secretary for Rural Development. In a statement, she said the opioid epidemic is more than a matter of public health. It's an issue of rural prosperity. The grants are through USDA's Rural Development Community Facilities Program. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's AgriPulse Drive Time. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.